Hey folks, welcome back to the Let's Link Up and Chill podcast, being hosted by yours truly, Anthony. On this episode, I would like us to welcome back Jason and Faith. If you don't know who these two wonderful individuals are, just listen to my previous episode. They will have given a brief introduction of who they are. On this episode, we will be continuing our conversation from our last episode. This is the part two of the new norm, COVID-19. So please stay tuned. And even in um, Region 6, Burbies, I went there for weekend to check on my grandmother. I remember they were doing repatriation flights. So they were advising people when you return, Self, do self home isolation. So I was walking on the road, all, and a guy hailed up another guy. And he, he's like, wondering what he's doing here. And he told him, Oh, he came on the flight last night. I was like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he came on the flight last night, and he's out mingling normal. So I was noticing for the longest while. Um, region 6, they had no cases. I said, no, something wrong. I said, they got coronavirus right down here. So the, the numbers I see honestly, I believe those are the numbers. And to me, it's going to get worse. We're going to see it happening more and more as they start to administer tests, um, perform contract tracing. The numbers will go up. Here, fine. It's quiet. Mm-hmm. Nothing much happening this weekend. Nothing happening. How about you, Jason? Hey, hey Anthony. Hey, Pete. What's happening? Yeah, to all the listeners out there, uh-huh. good night. Good night. Welcome to another episode. Uh, everything is good on my end. Uh-huh. It's, uh, it was a hectic day for me, and uh, it was hot, but I have survived to the end of the day thus far, which is good. Uh, yeah, talking about hot, man. Like, right now, I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm literally sweating. I don't know if Guyana's getting a heat wave or something, but this place hot. Yeah, it is. I was actually I was actually going to buy a fan today, mm. but um, I had too much um, errands to run, so I didn't get to purchase that fan because this past week has been pretty hot. Normally... Where I'm living, I would get the nice, cool, crisp sea breeze. And once I open my windows, I will get it. But this week, it was it was terrible. It was terrible. I'm sleeping. I'm sweating. <laughs> so, indeed, it's hot day and night. Yes. I, I can hear my fan. I have my fan. You have your fan? I'm not hot. Yeah, but does a fan even do anything in Brooklyn there? Me? The fan is it doing anything much? Because you, your guys, yeah, you guys have a strong heat wave over there, you know. That fan just pushed out hot here. No, it's fine. It's Today okay. Today is not a, a nice breeze. Okay, okay. I know I'm I'm sweating here, and I'm really considering of getting myself a fan too. Anyways, folks, um. I'm glad everyone is okay. Everyone is safe. Um, I don't know if you guys got the news, 
But yesterday, another king uh, would have fallen. Chadwick Boseman. You guys got the news? We did. Nah. Yeah, uh, I got it last night. It was really sad to read that. Yeah, wow. Well, what a year I could say 2020 is becoming. You know, um, early in the year, it was Kobe. Now, Chadwick. You know, this year. So is, they say, uh, comes in trees. So, should we be expecting another one? Or, fingers crossed. Mm. Who, who you think? Who you think would be next? <laughs> that's just not me. <laughs> you see, it comes a tree. You say, "What well, I'm thinking? Who you thinking will be next?" You know. Anybody but me. Sorry. Anybody. Sorry. No, let us just pray, and you know, just you know, just be our brothers' keepers. Do the right thing. Keep ourselves safe. Don't go out to these unnecessary crowds and, you know, so on and so forth. You know, we're still going through a pandemic and we should always try to practice the right thing, you know. Wash our hands, keep our distance, you know, as soon as we step through the door, wash up, etc., etc., etc. You know, we know what we have to do. Let's do the right thing. You know, as I say, death. The thing is, we all know we have to die. But yet we... we are, the question... Oh, I have a question for you guys. Do you think people are, tr- like... Re- like, prepared for that? Uh, Christians would say that they live a life that they are prepared so they are ready to die whenever because they know where they're going Mm. or where they should be going based on the life that they've chosen to live but it would always be a shocker I think doesn't matter how sick someone is how it would just always be a shocker so I'm just getting accustomed to knowing that any time could be anyone's time. I totally agree with you. No, I think no matter how prepared you take, you are like, I don't think anybody really prepared for that, man. You know. Anyways, what a week. Yesterday, um, three people died from the COVID. So yesterday was a, a day of death and sadness. So, one week. What could I say about me? So today, I started my workout routine. So, yeah, man. A little applause for me would be nice. Folks, come on. That's great to hear, Anthony. I gotta give you a clap for that. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah. Um trying to get back into the groove and thing, you know. This morning I struggled to do twenty push ups. (laughs) 
Well, it's a start. It's a start. Because I'm sure I, I'm struggling to do 20 right now as well. Yeah, it's a start. Well, like, you, you, you know, with, to me, <laughs> you've been out to the gym so long, you know, like your muscles. I don't know, like, it seize up on you. I don't know, you try getting back into it. But I, I figure, I think, I will give myself, like, three days or four days, so, like, really get back into it, you know? Because I could, I could remember, I could be doing, like, 20 push-ups, like, if it's nothing, you know? But, man, it was a struggle this morning. Oof, I really needed it. Anyways, um, so last week we had a discussion, um, a very impactful discussion, and we spoke about the old coronavirus being the new norm, and how pharmaceutical companies are making a profit of this. Now, Faith had a different story uh, or a different opinion to say about this. Um, but, you know, due to time and what's not and what's not, you know, Faith couldn't get to hear out all our opinions on um, the old pharmaceutical companies making a profit and what's not. I think, Jason, you, you agree with me to extend that. The pharmaceuticals are actually making a huge profit off this, right? Yeah, they're making a huge profit off from this. Mm. There's no doubt about that. Mm. And Faith, I think Faith was saying something the total opposite. I... No, I don't think she was. She wasn't saying anything no. opposite. I think the discussion was centered around the time from the production time, the trial time from... um. From research to market. Mm-hmm. So I think some companies would have already indicated that they have a cure. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were saying that, you know, coronavirus became a global pandemic in this year, early March. I think it was around February, became a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. So from then to now, kind of raised a lot of eyebrows, like how were they able to um, create a vaccine um, to tackle the uh, virus so quickly? When normally a vaccine would take probably eighteen to eighteen months to twenty four months or so. So I think you and I we differ with faith in terms of the that they're time just span. doing it faster to get. Yeah, more yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I had some concerns in terms of the the, the fast pace they were able to you know get a vaccine. Um, I still think there's a lot more unanswered questions with the vaccine and taking it. Anyway, to use it now, there's a lot of risk involved because we don't know what are the side effects, you know. Yeah, there's a lot so, of yeah, that, 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 was, that, was, that was our take. And I think Faith was saying that they could increase the resources. And once they, you know, put more funding, get more professionals, more manpower, they, they should be able to, you know, create a vaccine in a shorter time span. Mm. That, you can't fasten how fast we, we can fast forward how quick we get responses from the people that is being tested on but the other aspects we can get after research, the paperwork 
those things could be done faster. But we still need to wait the time that you need to wait to get the subjects, get them to see how they react. That part we can't pass them. Mm. But do you believe that given that it's centered around um, profits and so forth, you believe that some of the steps are skipped because it's profit centered? It's not being skipped. Oh, you it know can't that. Be skipped. Oh, you know that. Because it wouldn't be approved if anything is skipped. Yeah, I think so. Like, everything, yes, I think everything is for profit, obviously. As much as everyone loves humankind <laughs> you still won't be doing it for free some people will be doing it for free but the companies they're not doing it for free mm. right but there's still somebody overlooking them that ensures that is being done mm-hmm. and uh, what price you think they would sell it for I don't know about the price. You think it, you think it will make it affordable? It will have to be. Um, so it depends on the country. So some countries control the drug price, and some don't. So in the countries that don't control drug price, it will be expensive. But it will. I'm sure that the government will supplement the price of the drug. Mm. Also, the, most of the research is being paid by taxpayers. Mm-hmm. So, so all these big research groups is funded are funded by taxpayer dollars, and then the pharmaceutical companies still are able to make profit. So it's like you already pay for them to do the research, yet you still pay a high price for the drug, and this up here. So, but we want it controlled, and we want everyone to get it. So it will have to be affordable, or it will make sense. Mm. You, but um, like in regards to the U.S. in like U.S. because I know like. In Guyana and I know many other countries, they do have um, price control, but does that apply to the U.S.? They don't. They don't control the prices? To some extent, no. Mm. Well, what's your thoughts on it, um, Jason? Repeat that again? No, what, what, what are your thoughts on it? I had a breaking intimation from my side <laughs> the internet, so be specific what you mean by it. No, like, given that, okay, we know that many countries around the world normally have um, um, price control over drugs, but yeah. in the U.S., drug companies, they have more freedom over setting um, prices for their products. So, what, what's your thoughts on it? And given the old current um, pandemic situation, well, what do you think um, the U.S. should 
finally step in and you know pass a bill to you know control the whole drugs um the drugs or vaccine uh for the whole um, COVID nineteen. It would be ideal if the US can pass a law and do that, but I don't see the US doing that. Because mm. they follow um, capitalist um structure. Mm-hmm. So they let the market forces um you know determine price, demand, supply and all these things. So they they will not they will not step in and um put no price controls. Um and I think for the US it's it's kind of a flawed method, but I think with them, they're looking to you know push investment and businesses and so on. Mm-hmm. They want to um, you know create the right conditions where businesses could flourish. So that's why they you know they would allow let the market forces determine you know mm-hmm. um, set the prices and so on. Mm-hmm. But I mean, a pandemic um, that's not the way to go about um, you know trying to reach. The, all those persons in need because for instance um like you said their price controls in other places for instance when i was studying fiji they had price controls on a lot of items like basic items like rice um flour like a basket of goods that they put price controls where manufacturers or retailers and wholesalers could not charge more than a certain markup which was actually good specifically for those persons who are considered as low income. Because if you leave it to the market forces, the poor will suffer and they will not be able to know, afford um, basic amenities and uh, goods and services and all these things. And I think with the U.S., um, we have seen that being played out with their healthcare um, system. If you don't have, if you don't have medical insurance, you can't access um, basic services. And I always say, um, living in Ghana is a blessing because if you get sick, although public or public healthcare may not be the best, you can get at least the basic services at the hospitals or health center. You can have access to basic medication. And it doesn't matter if you're rich, poor, or, you know, but at least you have access. And we know once the coronavirus vaccine is available, I know it will be offered to our citizens free of charge. But I don't know how, I don't know how the U.S., the U.S., they will not be free of charge. Somebody has to bear the cost. And I don't see the government, um, you know, taking that cost or bearing that cost for its citizens. We'll have to have health care, insurance, and so on to access um you know the vaccine that's my that's my take on it mm. i love how you say you love Guyana system there's a, a whole different convo to have <laughs> <laughs> about our free healthcare system you love it now like everybody else says oh they love that it's free but still complain when it's time to receive it and don't see it oh this is a free system that even people don't who don't contribute to the taxes that help to pay for it complaining and i always thought that was so crazy 
Well, that's why I said I love, I mean, I love our system that we have public health care. It's not the best, but there's still public health care. So whether you could afford it or not, you can always go and get access to public health care. It can be abused. So it, it can be abused true. as well. Because, for instance, when I want to do like a checkup, um, years ago when I want to do a checkup, I used to do it at um, a hospital. I just go to the doctor and say I want to do a checkup. And I go and do a checkup because I didn't have, I didn't have medical insurance at that time. So if I'm going to go and do, you know, a full checkup, run some tests, if I had to go to a private institution, they'll take a huge chunk out of my paycheck. And while probably I'll be in a better position than other persons who may want to do a checkup, but they're not in a position to do the checkup. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I agree with you, Jason. You know, given that there's a pandemic, they should at least try and make it affordable for everybody because i believe like even doing the testing i believe in some states um you have to pay for do the testing and the testing is not cheap you know i hear um in some states they call on oh, the calling for 200 dollars. you need to pay 200 dollars to do the testing tell me how does that like combat against this old coronavirus hmm? it, generally it depends on where i think it depends on where to go but the states have set up like three places that you can go so like everything else if you don't want to be a part of the free system and everything that's in sales then you pay for it yeah, a... So I mm. think I heard with the vaccine, they'll be giving it out based on risk. So they'll probably start with those. The list of people that they had that were really at risk, then the persons over 65, and then get down into the average population. So it's not going to be available to everyone right away, but based, based on your risk for the disease. But I I will assume that there will be people who would say, I want it right now. And I'm sure they could access it right away by paying for it. So if you don't want to wait, then you definitely have to pay. But states do have free testing. It's just a long wait to get your results back and a long wait to in the line. But, But what if you need to travel now? That has nothing to do with them. Okay. Because everyone could say they have a reason why they should get it right now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Suppose so, I, I've been out of work for a long time and I want to get back to work. My boss calls and says, I need a test. As soon as I get the results, you'll come to work the next day. So you would think there's an emergency. I need, I need the money, so I should get it right away. So everyone's reason... Is could become a good enough reason. Okay. So, what what's the price for um, doing the test privately in New York? I, do not I was know. not gonna ask. I, that. I do not know the price of doing it privately. <laughs> I did buy publicly. Publicly, and how long it took? I did it as a normal checkup, and I got my results back. I think the next day. That was quick. It's really quick. But I, I did not do the I did the antibody test. The what? I did the 
antibody test to uh -huh. show if I had it in the past. Okay, okay. Is the antibody test the rapid test or that the full one? The antibody test. I'm not. I don't know. The reason, the reason why, I, the reason why I'm asked, when I why I ask that question, because there is a debate. Well, not really a debate, but our minister of health, um, Dr. Frank Anthony, um, you would have mentioned that we. I think we have our testing is taking some time, so it's looking to move towards rapid testing where you will get your results in um, I think it's like an hour or so but uh, PAHO as well as um, WHO they're advising against using rapid tests because the results are not 100% um, accurate, accurate. Uh. well not 100% but the accuracy is in question mm. so that was asking if the antibody test you did, is it a rapid test or is it a full, well, I don't know how to describe it, but is it a rapid test or the one that you have to wait like a couple of days or so? I just think it's a rapid test. No. The, okay, so it wouldn't be a rapid test. I think a lot of things are in question, you know, because um, in the news, I think it was two or three days ago, they say that many of the test kits are contaminated with the coronavirus. That's real messed up, yo. <laughs> Imagine you go, in, you go in and do a test <laughs> to see if you get the coronavirus, and you end up getting the coronavirus. Yo. There's a lot of there's a lot of controversy around that. Um, with, you know, some people they feel that yes, the test kits, you know, they they were infected or they were contaminated, so they're giving the wrong results. And um, I think when I was following. You know, testing in different countries. There was a concern for um, a few countries, and I know recently when I was looking, I was trying to find if there's any con for confirmation that indeed test kits can be contaminated. And I found that there was an article from uh, I think it was I think Daily News, Washington, or one of the one of the US one of the US Washington Post wrote article. Uh -huh. The Washington Post, yeah. yeah. They would have confirmed, the CDC confirmed that testing kits that they would have used in February, I believe, those are actually contaminated. Damn. So which means any results, any results it would have given would have been faulty, would have been wrong. So, so, my, think, so my thinking was, okay, fine. If the CDC is saying that for their testing kits, then there's a possibility indeed that the testing kits could be contaminated. So it's not far, it's not a far-fetched idea that the testing kits, some of the testing kits we use in Ghana are contaminated. You know what I you know what I'm seeing there? I'm seeing a big lawsuit in the making. A big lawsuit. So based on the numbers that you're seeing in Ghana now so rapidly rising you think it's a true reflection or you think it could be due to it, a contaminated it could be contaminated test yo. <laughs> it could you know. I think there's a possibility that there's a possibility that they have a few contaminated in between but to me overall 
what we're seeing is my long-held view that we have a lot of coronavirus cases in Indiana because from since the first case whenever I have to go into Georgetown whenever I go to the market once you look around and you see the persons are not wearing masks persons are not social distancing persons are not adhering to the protocols outlined by the Ministry of Health Power World WHO once you look and you see persons are doing that I know definitely this coronavirus, we have a lot more cases. So to be honest, I'm not surprised. Whether we have some test kits which are contaminated or not, I believe those numbers are a true reflection. And it's only now we're able to test. Because remember the former minister of Valley Lawrence, we, we didn't have a lot of testing kits. We had limited testing kits. So they could not have tested widely like we are able to know. So now that we have a lot more testing kits, the government are able to administer more tests. And I think now we're getting a true reflection of what's going on. Because imagine Region 4 for an entire week. I think it was like an entire week. Or either a couple of days to a week. We had no cases in Region 4. And if you go into Georgetown and you see what was going on, <laughs> you tell me there's no coronavirus, something wrong. <laughs> something, something definitely wrong. wrong. <laughs> and even in... And even in um, Region 6, Barbies, I went there for weekend to check on my grandmother. I remember they were doing repatriation flights. So they were advising people when you return to self, do self-home isolation. So I was walking around the roads all, and a guy healed up another guy. And he's like, wondering what he's doing here. And he told him, oh, he came on the flight last night. I was like, oh. <laughs> he came on the flight last night and he's out mingling normal so I was noticing for the longest while um, region 6 they had no cases I said no something wrong I said they got coronavirus right down here so the, the numbers I'm seeing honestly I believe those are the numbers and to me it's going to get worse we're going to see it happening more and more as they start to administer tests um, perform contract tracing the numbers will go up. I'm not. I'm not least bit surprised, to be honest. You see, even now with all the numbers that they're reporting on daily, 30, 40, 50. Every day is at least. So far, I think for the past week, two weeks, the numbers have never gone under 30 per day. Except yesterday. How much were yesterday? Only three. Three died. I thought it's four. One but I didn't, I didn't check yesterday and today. I didn't have a chance to check the news yesterday and today, but for the longest while, the numbers are 30 plus. So if every day we're finding 30 plus confirmed cases, That's trust me, there's a lot more people have coronavirus. A lot more people. And so far, we got 34 deaths on our hands. 34. And I got a feeling that number might jump next week. You know, um, I think one guy and the biggest problem is enforcement. This is one of the biggest problem. So just like the example you give with um, the guy come home from a flight just last night and in the street mingling. In some countries, what they normally do, they set you up in a hospital. 
or they set you up in a hotel. So you isolate there for a week until you get your results back. They do another testing when you come. And so you isolate there until you get results back. And if you come back negative, they let you go. You know, guy, I need to do something like that, you know. I ain't know what they're doing. should have pushed forward they should not have wavered with us because we know with Guyanese they was against you take a yard they tell them go home and isolate they will not go home and isolate that first case when woman came the family I remember the family she was a suspected case in the time to go home they went to Monrico market and mingled then when the woman died they had a week when the nurse was have a week and they had a week. I saw pictures. They had a week. Plus one woman, one woman, because it was on social media, one woman said she did not believe that the woman died from coronavirus and she going to find out. Now, what you going to find out for? Confirmation. Fastness is killed. Stupidity. I gotta and say, that's, that's stupidity. That's, that's a true statement, not to sidetrack. Fasten the skill, and it reminds me of the story with the woman <laughs> in. Um, I got shot. In, <laughs> he's from Belgium. Come on, tell us. You have a curfew. The curfew was 9 p.m., and that's supposed to be on the road. No, you're at home. After 11 going to midnight, you hear gunshots. You hear home good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, good mommy. You know, good you house. You left your house, uh, went down the road, a couple of houses away to see what's going on because you hear gunshots. Instead of you to stay home and call the police, you would have mind business to see who's shooting guns. Guess what? <laughs> Y'all know exactly what happened. Oh, Fastest kills. I know. I know. I shouldn't be laughing, but so, yo, this story was really hilarious. Yo, like seriously, honestly, that was on cause. When, when I heard the story, I couldn't laugh. Then. So it's the same thing with coronavirus. You know. If you hear someone get it, don't go nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I think we should go back to in go back to when persons come home. You keep them for seven days. Keep them for seven days for observation. They got the new um well, the supposedly COVID hospital. Put a, put, a, put everybody right down there until give them seven days because people are not people are not isolating at home. People are mingling. But when you think about the numbers, that is, I think we're up to 900 and something cases. Where are we going to accommodate oh. 900 and something cases? Because, I think it's over a thousand. It's over a thousand. Well, even, even so, where are you going to put them? Because back when, um, Foreign Minister Lawrence was minister, I think they only had space for 300 and something. Just so now that these numbers, it's way higher. Where are we going to put all the patients? They, they have places where you could put them, you know. We could convert We could convert the National Stadium into a center. We, I, I think... Yeah, um, that's what I said in the beginning. We use prefab buildings on like very mm-hmm. drunk. Yeah. These yeah. Um, quick military hospitals mm-hmm. that 
Yeah. Yeah, we got a lot of but places. It's it possible you could even use, um, we got a lot of community centers which have sanitary facilities, so you could always convert all of those, you know, into temporary hospitals because that's exactly what China did. They used stadiums and convert them into hospitals and then they, well, we're not, we're not the Chinese. We can't build a hospital <laughs> in a week. Hey, trust me, I think we could do that, you know, once... Once we get the materials, we could do it. Believe it or not, because I remember when we had um the prison break at Luzik Nalde, right? Within I could say like overnight, them guys build a what do you call it a semi uh, a semi prison camp of some sort. They're overnight. You know what I'm saying? To house all those people from Cam Street into losing all there. So it could happen. So they had a fire or a prison break? Well, fire slash prison break. <laughs> right? Remember when they had the, uh, the big Cam Street breakout? Well, fire. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They actually, yeah, they did, they did build a facility quickly. But I don't think right now that we have the political will. Neither the monitor red tape that is established so that'll be happening in a week but i think we can we can establish temporary facilities until um you know we have a a, a, a solid plan to you know, really tackle coronavirus i'm i know next week's supposed to be parliament and i've, I've been saying this with some friends you know because i think Ghana should have a lockdown but at that time we could not have a lockdown because to have a lockdown you have to put systems in place which means you need to have finances which means that we go to Parliament, which was not in session, and the election fiasco has to had to end. So now I'm I'm very hopeful and all it has ended. Parliament is next week, with the budget supposed to be read sometime next Thursday or Friday, I believe. Once, hopefully, in that budget, they cater for a full lockdown for two weeks, and monies are budgeted towards that. To help, you know, the, the all those who need help, the lesser, the the lower class, those who are without a job, provide some kind of assistance to last them for a two-week period, and we do a full lockdown because we need a owing to me only when we have a full lockdown, then we'll be able to get a handle on this virus, especially in those border communities because what I notice. Uh, let them there the number they're high. I think it's right now is the highest right now in the country. You know. And not saying that I sure some of them might want to use the excuse that Guyana don't have the money, but we have the money. As reading the newspaper, one point four billion US dollars being allocated for build some log luxury um um housing scheme project stuff i mean we get we get the money man that, 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 that's not a government project sir that i know that's yeah, private that's right i know that's private but um we are collecting i think every three months we're collecting over 56 million us dollars from um exxon i, I could be wrong with the figures but what I'm saying, we have money in the treasury, and they show you that 
we have private the private we could reach out to the private sectors and bar or well ask them to pitch in you know is a um civil duty you can't be in a country and see a country in a um in a crisis and it won't help out i think i think it's uh it's in the law to whereby you can um reach out to these private sectors and you know the you know they could pitch in in the help uh when they get crisis and so on but but the point i'm trying to make is that you know we have the money you know we have the money but it just go down to the political will i concur we have the money but there's a there's a method to accessing and spending the money. Mm-hmm. So with the with the oil wealth, that money to access that money you have to go through Parliament. Only with parliamentary approval, then you can access the sovereign wealth fund. So mm-hmm. now that Parliament is well, it's going to convene next week, then they'll be able to access that fund. And I'm not okay with the rules and terms and conditions on when you could access how much you can access mm. but i know it needs parliamentary approval for that but that won't be an issue for likewise we would have been likewise we would have been collecting tax dollars so yes money's there but you can't spend it without the approval yeah but that, you couldn't spend it without your approval yeah but that won't be an issue for them though they they hold the majority in parliament so yeah you know, that's yeah. not from past won't be a big problem uh, Guyana, Guyana really need to buckle down and you know, take this coronavirus really serious. Our biggest problem is enforcement, man. Enforcement. And I could tell you this, I have friends who are in the military. They tell me people are still coming over from Brazil and Venezuela. And our border is supposed to be closed. So people are still smuggling, you know people from over there so I know man what could we do hmm? I dis- uh, not disagree but saying that until we find a way to provide a stimulus package before a lockdown it's not the best thing because Getting the money, getting a way to find the money, getting a way to give the population the money or whatever you supply it, you give it to them, will be another task. And we can't wait till then. That's what we've been doing for the past five months or six months. That's what we've been doing, trying to figure out how to satisfy the population. We've gone past the stage. Right now, it's just to act. Look at the U.S. Um, we did a lockdown, and you didn't even know if you're gonna get a stimulus package or not. No, and not everybody got it, so it's just a matter of doing what you need to do. You can't have the well to some extent. You can't have the population hold you to ransom and say oh, unless you give me something, I will stay home, which is what we've been hearing, like the sellers in the market. I can't stay at home because I need to sell. Like you for it? No. I'm saying you need to stay home. You can't tell me you're not staying home. So that part and then other people justifying that yes, the people need to go out 
So it's put more effort into population education. I say that a lot. Finding a better way to communicate to your population and not just tell them how you, the same way you get the information, you tell them, it won't reach everybody that way. So in these past five months, we should have found a way to educate the population way better because people are still as ignorant as they were at the beginning of the virus. They still don't see the need for masks. Some people only wear a mask because a store says you you can't enter without a mask. And then when you exit, you take the mask off. Like, you need to know the whole reason and understand and internalize why I'm telling you to wear a mask. Not just do it because this place is to do it right now. So when you alter this place, you stop wearing it. But when we can get the population to feel that way and work with us, then it will work. So no amount of stimulus package because people are still going to say, this is too little bit money for me to stay home. So no amount of money is going to make everybody stay home so, regardless. So what do you think is the best option on the table? Right now, what mm, we can do mm-hmm. for lockdown. Yeah, but you People can't are just. People not gonna starve to death. I've been saying they won't starve to death. I could tell you this up front, even before this whole coronavirus and all that. I know of families, personally know of families, who struggle every day just to give the kids something to eat. Or to, send, like or, to, or to send them off to school. Right now, I could tell you it's more expensive, right, to have a child home than to send them to school. Because, you know, when you send them to school, they have lunch from the school. They have um, cookies, milk, and what's not, and what's not. I could tell you this. My yeah. friend, my friend right now, he's telling me, bro, it's so expensive right now keeping my kid at home because they're just eating out everything and he is very fortunate enough that he has a good job whereby he can replace these things but what about the persons who live from Antimouth who have kids who have a family so everybody is gonna say they live paycheck to paycheck how many what percent of the population don't live paycheck to paycheck what percent of the population like in hustling on a daily but and this is what we need to put a stop to it you can't let the population hold the country and the virus Guyana, Guyana. and control what happened so you need to help them to understand that is beyond this we're going to help you I, to some extent but i can't tell you before i, I can't wait until i set up a plan you need to do what you need to do. Because while you're sitting in a meeting, Corona walk narrow. I understand that fate, but I hear you when you say all of that. But you got to remember Guyana is a poor country. Right? Oh, you just said I have money. Huh? It's a balance. Guyana is still considered a poor country, although we have oil. If we, if we, we, 
nobody's going to give an excuse. The big businesses that not live in, the people that own businesses, they can say, oh, when we close down, we're not going to make money. And they're not going to live the life they're accustomed to. The people who work in, they can say, when I stay home, I don't get paid. I don't get to live the life I'm accustomed to. The people who beg in, they can say, if I don't go out, if I stay home, I don't get, if everybody stay home, I don't get nobody to beg. Everybody got an excuse. Right, but yeah. we can't wait until we find a solution for everyone's excuse and then put the country on lockdown. That's why we, we are where we are now. Mm. It's been a lockdown since the beginning, like a real lockdown. Mm. What 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 your take on it, um, Jason? I'm with faith on this. Um, I think people make excuses regardless, and you can't please everyone. So the authorities will need to make a decision and consider the entire country as a whole. I, I say lock it down. I understand I that. Don't. I understand you. I you need to. I understand that you need to lock it down, yeah, but you must put provisions in place we for persons. We can't put provisions before. Right? You gotta put provisions in place. You can't just hastily lock down a country like that and expect people yes, to abide you by can. it. People will rebel. Yes, you can. People that will is rebel. Because guess what? If I tell you we lock it down next week, or if we lock it down on Monday, guess what will happen to the market tomorrow? We're going to have the market tomorrow. What do you think will happen at the market tomorrow then if get, I tell you we're locking down? They will get hysteria. People will go okay. trying to stock up. But what about the people? Remember back in the days but what had, um, school closing? Hmm. And then one day the minister just said, oh, school closed yesterday. And then everything just shut down. They didn't have the school closed on the Friday. They just tell you that today's not school anymore listen let's listen to me here folks i am in total agreement of a lockdown but i also understand the plight and the way how this lockdown would affect a regular poor man on the streets right yes we gotta get a lockdown but you can't easily lock down a country you know what I'm saying? Countries like who did that? Countries, countries like, countries like who did that? Which countries did that? New York lockdown Okay, you see. Alright, pause, 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 pause for a minute. Pause, pause for a minute. You see? What were you saying? You said get out. You said the US. Trinidad and Tobago did a lockdown. Barbados had a lockdown. St. Kitts and Eves had a lockdown. Antigua had a lockdown. Yes. There's a sport I can remember not the top of my head. Okay. They all had lockdowns. But did they easily add a lockdown or did they put provisions in place for their citizens? I don't know what provision they put in place. Trinidad had like you had like a week notice locking on on such and such day. When that date came, Lockdown for two weeks, mm-hmm. and they allowed you could have only left your house if you had a 
supermarket run or you go into the pharmacy those so, are only two I things that so it wasn't a total lockdown right it was, based on it, was a total, it was a total lockdown but you could have go to the supermarket so i think you maybe you could go based on your last name they had different days for different letters oh yes that's true jamaica was based on your last name okay so it's not everybody run out to the supermarket today still yeah but but we can't sit and decide all the rules that we're going to put in place this time for the gone the time now is to lock and then we like if you want the companies to give you like let's say you want the public utilities companies to give um the population a break during the lockdown are we going to sit and negotiate with them now and take 10 months or we going to lock the country down and then continue negotiation? We can't wait until we have all the answers and, oh, we negotiated with banks to hold on your loan interest. We negotiated with public utilities to hold on this. We can't wait until all those questions are answered. Then lockdown. And then my issue with the lockdown thingy is how, how you get in people to, like, how you determine who gets stuff. So in this time, we see, like, in the beginning when, um, what, this man, Kes, uh, Cornell, Kes, Lieutenant Kester, his organization, when they were doing food distribution, right, you think, only like people would be understanding and allow just those in need to receive packages but everybody want a package so when we can find enough packages to give to the entire population this is diana good so nobody's thinking that oh my god everyone's gonna want a package more than me no everybody said oh if she's gonna get i want to Families who live together automatically become separate families and they want to because they got 10 people. Like, this is the thing. How we go measure these things? Like, people went on social media and said, when you're coming in my area and all these things. Like, they got areas that need it more than you. You're not suffering. You're not, you, you got, you on the internet. Trust me, the persons who need help are not on social media. Exactly. Just asking the question. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, when I see it, I'm like, you for real, you got electricity, you got internet, you could construct a whole sentence. You're probably at work. And they got the people who really need it. And here you are asking when you can get yours. All right, Faith. I hear you. I hear you um yeah yeah i'm with you more action less talking i agree with you guys to an extent but then again i believe they need like, to have um yeah and it's not coming from you know they need some kind of systems in place yeah they need systems in place and so on but we we had five months about systems in place and it's not working out actually we so, had actually we had five months of political back and forth <laughs> Right. No, but the ministry was working. No, no. They have a the, the ministry. The ministry is still working, the ministry. Yeah, we but... We had five months. But we political. We had five months together, act together, and we did not. Yeah, but you know, this even is Diana. Everything is politicized. Even on a day like this. 
even on a day like this, we have uh, national, uh, we have the task force, which the opposition was not invited to. <laughs> anyway, that is a whole lot of discussion. Because I can't see you having a national task force and you're excluding a section which makes up more than any of the other parties you invited to the task force. But then, so my my main thing was during the whole election saga, when the government that was in from before they were working, new, um, the now new current government, they have set up a task force. So, like you, as much as you're waiting, it's like we had. Two persons to vote for. If the right. government stays in, then they should have a plan because okay. they're in. Oh. And if um, PPP gets in, mm. they're working on their plan. So oh. okay, why don't we have something? Alright, right, Faith. I think I think we should put a wrap to this. Um, if you guys are interested, <laughs> we could do this back again next week. Just let me know. Um, so yeah, I'll put a wrap to everything now. Um, thank you guys for joining. I really appreciate it. I know you have a lot to say for it, but time wouldn't permit us um, to continue. Alright, so if you guys, are you guys down for next week? Huh? Are you guys on next week? Pardon me? I didn't hear you. All the free time next week. All right, cool. All right, if folks. Yeah. All right. Thanks for um, the time and joining me today. Okay. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thanks, Armas. All right. No problem, Jason. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.